Bright Suns, you're now listening to the Star Wars Friends Podcast on the No One Is Listening Podcast Network. Punch it, Chewie! What have we here? Hello there. Morning, Senator. Greetings, my son. This is so wizard. We are the ones who guard the power. We are the middle. The beginning. So who talks first? You talk first. I talk first. You're a feisty little one, but you'll soon learn some respect. So this is where the fun begins. <laughs> what are you talking about? This is madness. You can't. What did Lisa say? Join the conversation with the Star Wars friends on social media at SW Friends Show. That's at SW Friends Show on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Email the Star Wars friends at show at starwarsfriends.com if you have a comment or question you want us to read live on the show. Now, here are your hosts, the Star Wars Friends! Hey, what's happening, boys and girls of the internet world? My name is Christopher Marinan, and you are listening to the Star Wars Friends Podcast on the No One Is Listening Podcast Network. And joining me on this very special, very incredible, very fun interview episode are my Star Wars friends. This is Justin, and uh, I'm pretty sure Tatooine has nothing on planet Earth right about now, because it is hot out there. (laughs) Hot! It's hot, baby! This is Maggie, and I've been using my Star Wars app to check the weather. And right now, it is apparently Naboo in my backyard. <laughs> no. Hey, that sounds great to me. Uh, yeah. Naboo is a great planet. It has pr- probably has four seasons, I would imagine. Yeah. It's a four-season planet, unlike some of these extreme planets in the Star Wars galaxy. So I would like to vacation in Naboo. They did film that in, like, what, Venice, like, Italy, right? Yeah, Venice. Italy. Yeah. yeah, Venice, wow, crazy, it's gorgeous. So, as I mentioned very early on on this very short uh, intro here, this is going to be a very fun, very loose interview episode. These are some of our favorite episodes. We really get to connect with a wider audience in the Star Wars community, and I am just absolutely, I got goosebumps right now. For real, I got goosebumps. I'm so excited about this because uh, this is our guest today is so incredibly unique and gifted and has caught all of our attention. It's definitely made waves, positive waves in the Star Wars community. I am so incredibly delighted to welcome to the Star Wars Friends podcast our newest Star Wars friend, voice actor Kevin Cabral. What is happening, Kevin? How you doing, Christopher? Hey, guys. Super happy to be here. That was a uh, glowing introduction. I appreciate it. Um, <laughs> seldom have I had an introduction that wonderful, so thank you. Appreciate hey, no it. problem, man. I, I'm happy to do it anytime you need it. So, <laughs> now, Listen, so this is, this is really cool. I, I am so happy to have you on. I gotta ask, is this your first Star Wars podcast? This is, in fact, not only my first Star Wars podcast, but my first podcast period. Yes. So. Oh, wow. Yes, welcome. There you go. It's a, this it's a was my privilege. first podcast, too, so from here on out, you're just going to be like on podcast for the rest of your life. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, cool. Welcome. I hope that this is a, a comfortable experience for you. We're going to try to make it as engaging and as fun as possible for you. Um, so you are 
as I mentioned, you're an incredibly talented voice actor. There's a lot I want to dive into, but I want to ask you, um, you know, one of the things we talk about on the Star Wars Friends, we we have a really great community of friends all around the world. Um, and obviously their health and well-being is on the forefront of our mind. How are you holding up in the COVID era? Um, you know, what are some of like, how, how are things going? Are you OK? You know? Yeah. Well, thanks for asking. Uh, don't get that question too often. I'm doing pretty well. Um, so I'm a college student. I just finished up my first uh, year at university. I'm studying systems engineering. Awesome. You know, the goal is to become an engineer, but now who knows? Maybe, maybe I, I do. In fact, would I would love to make it in life as a voice actor. Sure. But engineering is in fact a secure job. But yeah. So that uh, <laughs> Smart my man. freshman year, my freshman year was curtailed by COVID. Um, yeah. I actually was traveling in Europe. I was in Germany for, for spring break with my university. And I woke up one night at about 3 a.m. In, in Germany in a hostel Whoa. to, I think, about 100 tweets from my mom. <laughs> the president Uh-oh. has shut down the country. You need to get back here right now. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And I was like, oh, okay, well, there you go. I'm going to leave everything behind here and hop on back to the U.S. So I came back, and I've been living with my family since I'm super, you know, privileged to have a great family, good home life, you know, everything I need. So I'm doing well. Thank you for asking. Good, good, good. Well, I'm happy you made it safely back to the country. Uh, So good for you. And, you know, it's also, yeah, you're you're spot on, man. When I was your age, I'm not going to give away your age because I don't, you didn't give me permission (laughs) to give away your age, but you're a young man. Uh, And when I was your age, I was going through the same uh, same Mm -hmm. decision. Should I pursue being a professional musician or should I pursue my college career and it took me you know six years to graduate now this is a very long time ago the world was much different back then um you know we had aol and that was like the coolest thing but uh no i was in the same boat man and i pursued both and Mm -hmm. i and i had a steady uh, music career till i was about 28 years old but i made sure i got my college education and it it paid dividends uh later in life Mm -hmm. so whatever path you choose man i can already tell you you are you definitely got it going because you've acknowledged both sides of the coin here so good for you Mm -hmm. Uh, um, and good luck going forward. Now, let's let's move into the Star Wars territory. Let's move let's into some of these things. You're obviously on the Star Wars Friends. Um, <laughs> where can our friends find you on social media? Sure thing. So, um, goodness, after my little bit of a Twitter explosion, right. um, I was <laughs> kind of forced to make a Twitter and an Instagram uh, to supplement my existing TikTok audience, which, I mean, you know, say what you want about TikTok. I completely get the concerns. But um, you can find me. My handle is uh, funklord underscore Vader. Yes. You know, that there's a whole story behind that. Can there's we hear this picture it? On the, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yes, so there's okay, this picture good. on the internet floating around. Someone did a fantastic cosplay of Darth Vader, except it's in it's it almost seems like one of those um EU suits where he was redeemed fully at the end of Return of the Jedi and he was alive and so he had the whole okay. white get up. Yeah. But oh, he's gosh. got like this like top hat on and like, <laughs> you know, purple fluffy necklace thing yeah. going on and he's like rubbing his hands and everything. So I mean I that was my profile picture for I think a day, if not two tops. Okay. And I quickly changed it to a picture of my face. Yeah, And yeah. so that's where Funk Lord Vader came from. Dig. But uh, I dig it. <laughs> yeah, no, we totally dig uh, Funk Lord dig Vader. It. Yeah, when I yeah. saw your handle, I was like, there's got to be something behind that. Uh, <laughs> so very cool. Uh, all right. You you know, what you've discovered with your voice is mm. nothing short of exceptional. So how, 
you know, how did you get into this? How did you get into discovering that you have a talent with doing voices? And, um, you know, Justin and I pre-show were like, I, I, I admitted, I said, I don't know the difference between impression and impersonation. And Justin, of course, uh, mm-hmm. let me know exactly <laughs> what the difference is. Hit the Google machine. Yeah, hit the Google machine. <laughs> so I wanted to make sure that I got this right. So, you, you know, you're a vocal, you do vocal impressions. Um, yeah. So how did you find this out? What's the story with that? My gosh. So, I mean, it, this goes back to a couple things, you know, foremost, me just having too much time on my hands and just this unbridled curiosity for all things art. Um, you know, I've, I've been a theater kid my entire life and I found that <laughs> I found that, you know, that is such a great medium to express myself and voice just happened to be the thing that for whatever reason caught. And I had this, um, you know, this this want to make every last character I portrayed have its own unique voice, have its own thing right. going. And, um, you know, I think that might have started just playing Star Wars on the playground with my friends, right? When you grab a stick and you're like, this is my lightsaber, here we yes. go. And you start yelling at your friends because, no, I hit you there. You're supposed to lose your arm. Like, this is <laughs> right, not how right. it works, right? <laughs> right. Um, but, you know, doing different voices and um, I... I you know, I'll sit down and I'll play video games with my pals and just the whole time, half the commentary coming from me is not in my normal voice because that's just the way that I think I am. And yeah. I don't really know why, to be frank, but it's just, it's so fun to sit here and kind of imbue a sense of um, otherness, otherworldliness, yeah. um, and just kind of play characters. Uh, it's just always something that I've enjoyed. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's please, that's tell great. me you're gonna get squadron. Please tell me you're gonna get squadrons and then use your voice while you're playing squadrons, <laughs> flying X-wings and stuff with people so just to mess with them. I am so excited for yeah. it to come out. What's that? Uh, October, right? October. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Exactly. Right for the game. But yeah, no. So that'll that'll definitely be happening. But um, yeah, no. So I, you know, you take my early fascination with doing crazy things with my voice, um, and then I I figured, well, you know, it's been my dream to do Hollywood movies and yeah. be an actor and whatnot. And then I was like, well, what's super feasible right now in the era of, you know, you can do what you want from your home. Right. And in many situations, you kind of have to, yeah. um, you know, so I was thinking, well, you know, voice acting. So last year in the summer before everything happened, I went and I actually trained under Emmy award winning voice actress, Melissa Liebart. Look at She's, you. She's uh, introduced, you know, President Barack Obama at the Kennedy Center. She's wow. done voices for the Olympics. She, you know, the list goes on. And so I knew her through my aunt. Again, lots of privilege there. Super happy that I have those connections. Um, so I kind of established that. I have a demo going. And then I went to college. And that whole entire first year, I just kind of didn't do voice acting because yeah. I was focused on schooling, you know, rightfully so. And And now I get back and I'm here in my room for... 24 hours a day. <laughs> right. It seems like it's going to be the whole year. And yep. I just kind of go a little bit kooky. And all of a sudden, I made a TikTok because all my friends are making it. And now I have, what, a three quarters of 100,000 people following me? Like, Same. that is an insane number yes. that I can't really comprehend. I keep thinking, well, wouldn't it be fun to get a paintball match with every last one of these people going? <laughs> <laughs> I think we could shatter right. some records there, maybe a couple bones too. But uh. right, socially distanced paintball. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Don't even get me started. Man. Yeah. When you got when you got Mark Hamill retweeting your stuff, man, you know you hit it. Yeah, for you sure, know you hit it right. Yeah, yeah. man. Did oh, I yeah, miss did. that? 
Probably. I'm pretty sure he did. Yeah. <laughs> Man, that is uh, that is some humility, folks. This is good. Wow. This, this is the I... truth. This is the truth. Yeah, I saw the Mark Hamill retweet. I, I, you I know, did too. This is when uh... was the, I completely missed this because <laughs> <laughs> I know I know that Sam Witwer liked it, which was yep. an honor because I voiced them all in that TikTok. Yeah. Um, I Michael Giacchino, the guy who is the composer for Up, The Incredibles, yeah. Rogue One. Yeah. He retweeted it. Um, James Arnold Taylor James Arnold, is yeah. now following yeah. me on awesome. Twitter. Uh, Hank Green, do you know oh, Hank yeah. Green? Oh, yeah. Hank, yes. Yeah. Yes. So he and I are now friends on TikTok, and we've exchanged <laughs> some choice words. And I mean, my goodness, like this whole internet virality thing is right. just crazy right (laughs) right and it it is it is uh i just got goosebumps as you were running through the list because uh yeah this is it's got to be it's got to be life-changing you know right now to to kind of go through this this is uh this is pretty cool man you got a great platform because because of your talent because of the creativity that you've brought to the table in the first time I saw it, I was sitting on my couch and my fiance, who she's a Star Wars fan, but she likes Doctor mm-hmm. Who a lot. She like you know, she's into like a lot of other things. Uh, she was like, You gotta see this. You gotta see this. This is incredible. And uh, you know, I watched the first video when you ran through all that you were in the it looked like the bathroom or something like that, and you were just yep. running through <laughs> And I, I instantly shared it with our group thread. And I go, you got to yes. see him. This is incredible. <laughs> um, it, it definitely, there were so many moments that I just, it was just so good, man. And I, and my, we can, let's save some of this for a little later. We're <laughs> jumping ahead. Cause, <laughs> um, yeah, this is, this is pretty incredible. So you've blown up on, on these social media platforms. Yeah. Um, this is kind of nuts. Now, I guess, you know, I want to scale back a little bit. I want to I want to kind of talk and see who Kevin the Star Wars fan is and totally. and go into, you know, your origin story. We call them origin <laughs> stories on the Star Wars friends. We always want to know how people got into Star Wars. What was their what was their really first experience that they can remember and ultimately, you know, how how has it defined you as a fan now? Totally. Well, you know, I'll, I'll I'll start with this. My college essay was about Star Wars. Oh, so awesome. We're awesome. we're committed here. Um, but <laughs> how did I first get into Star Wars? Well, it goes back to I think I was about four years old, and I was obsessed with Toy Story, yeah. and not just the Toy Story Pixar movies. Um, the Buzz Lightyear movie. It's a two D. An- I don't know if you've ever seen it. It's a two yes. D animated. It's it's pretty fun, you know. It's quirky. It's got its own little things going for it. But it was this 280 animated thing, and I had it on VHS, and I would put that thing on every day. Well, my mom would put it on every day for me to watch while I ate my dinner, and um, I was obsessed with it to the point that my mom was like, "Okay, this has to stop. Like, I'm <laughs> I'm hearing Buzz Lightyear in my sleep. It's it's not yeah. a good thing. Um, so I'm gonna put on one of my favorite movies. You just sit down on the couch, go watch it, enjoy yourself." And she popped in our uh, copy on VHS of A New Hope. Awesome. And I suppose since then I've been <laughs> utterly obsessed. Um, I don't – I mean, of course, this is a podcast. But I am now pointing to several Star Wars poster-like yeah, oh, yeah. things I have on my oh, wall. Yeah. And um, I have written a one-person show about Ben Solo and or Kylo Ren. Really? It's about 25 minutes long. It used to be oh, 35 wow. minutes long. This was in theater last year. Yes. Um, nice. I wrote, awesome. directed, acted in, voice acted. I did Snoke and Han. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <great>. <laughs> so, you know, I have now 
made a lot of concrete things that will be with me forever as representations of my Star Wars fandom. Um, But yeah, that's how it started. So wow. So New Hope, New Hope on VHS, Mm -hmm. and uh, Mm -hmm. that's something you don't really hear much. um, You know, at least for our age group, it's Mm -hmm. it's you know, yeah, of course we grew up with the VHSs, but you are, you know, I would consider you a younger Star Wars fan. I don't prequel. Yeah, yeah. So that's the thing. Do you remember what was the first Star Wars film you saw in theaters? Genuinely, the first Star Wars film I saw in theaters was actually The Force Awakens. Um, really? Okay. I think oh, wow. so. I I was I was born two thousand one. I'm eighteen years old. I'll be nineteen in August. Yeah. Um. So born in two thousand one, and um. So let's see. That would have been two thousand two was Attack of the Clones, if yeah. I remember correctly. Two thousand five was <laughs> so the right, yeah. of the Oh my goodness. Yeah. So, yeah. No. May twenty fifth, nineteen seventy seven. Release of a New Hope. Um, Holy smokes. <laughs> That's. Uh, you mentioned the EU. So have you read some of the yeah, EU books? Right? As well? So okay. So. Not as much as a lot of other fans have, and a lot of that just goes back to when I would go to my public library with my mom. She'd be checking out her Pride and Prejudice, and I'd roam into the kids section. Awesome. I kid you not, she's fanatic. I love it. She's she's got a whole thing going. But um, I would go into the kids section, and the EU comics were my jam. Yeah. So how much I actually remember, like about what was canon in the EU? Uh, That's okay. Muddy. Yeah. But yeah. Um, I remember loving that stuff. Um. You know, so I read a lot of the comics back in the day, but not super in depth. Yeah. Uh, so I don't have a huge amount of you know knowledge about that. But and that's okay. That's okay. Yeah. It's yeah. uh yeah. I mean well, that kind of leads into the next question is, you know, what type of what do you gravitate towards most in the Star Wars galaxy? I guess for lack of a better term, what is it? Movies? Is it now live action shows? Is it the animated shows? Is it comics? Video games? What do you gravitate towards as a fan? I think, um, well, for the most part, it's it's mostly visual media. So um, animated and uh, live action is is my jam. I haven't actually read any of the the books that have come out. I picked up the Rogue One book. Um, gosh, I forget what it was called. I think it might have been called Stardust. But um, I picked that up from the library when Rogue One was coming out, and I read the first couple chapters, and then I, for whatever reason, never finished it. Um, but I'm, yeah, the, the movies and TV is my jam, but I, I'd say it's not particularly one or the other. Yeah. I'm more interested in, in story and I've always been interested in story and character mm-hmm. and, and that sort of thing. You know, we, we look at a new hope and there's so many people have already talked about this, but it's like, it is the, the, one of the purest examples of like the hero's journey. Right. Yeah. I mean, Luke, yeah. he starts out, he's a nobody, he's got nothing going for him. Why am I here? You know, what am I doing here? I'm never going to get off this rock. And then all of a sudden, a wise old wizard shows up and you know, all of a sudden he's got a lightsaber <laughs> and then I am, you know, and then it's like crazy things, <laughs> death star, that's no moon. Boom, boom, boom. Uh, kissing your sister. Like, I ah, whatever. Right, right. <laughs> um, you know, it's, it's the story and it's a compelling story. The acting in star Wars has never been super, awesome not the best it's not oscar worthy i would say my favorite acting thus far has been adam driver's kylo ren awesome i think yeah. he does a fantastic yeah, job great. um and that's one of the things i love about the sequel trilogy but i mean story right empire strikes back is my favorite star wars movie and it's my favorite uh, movie of all time and and it's so shakespearean and i could say the same thing about uh, revenge of the sith that's a you know classic tragedy yeah. but um you know empire is just like Ah, mind-boggling how good of a movie it is and the lessons the lessons in these movies i carry with me okay right the greatest teacher failure is luminous beings are we not this crude matter right i mean that's really relevant right now and i've made a couple videos about that already it's like you know if star wars is going to teach you anything 
right? The force is for everybody, you know. Yeah. And and uh, you know, it's something that we can all share and enjoy, and and I think that's a uh, it's one of the things I love most about it. You get yeah. it. You get it. You get Star Wars. You just you just articulated what we have spent uh, a countless podcasts trying to get at. You just articulated that in about thirty seconds. Uh, that's exactly what Star Wars is about. And and you look at it the right way. So kudos to you. That's that's Thank great, you. Kevin. Hello there, Star Wars friends. It's Josh, your favorite Star Wars friend and resident John Williams one percenter. Do you want to be a John Williams one percenter like me? Well, here's a piece of John Williams trivia help you show off your elite status to those around you. Not only has John won countless awards and accolades, Oscars, Grammys, etc., but the apple does not fall too far from the tree either. His son, Joseph Williams, is the lead singer of the Grammy Award-winning band Toto. Make sure to stay on target and listen to the Star Wars Friends podcast every week for more John Williams content. This is Darth Vader, Dark Lord of the Sith, and you are listening to the Star Wars Friends show. Do not underestimate the power of this podcast. Hope you're enjoying this interview with voice actor Kevin Cabral on the Star Wars Friends. Make sure to subscribe to the Star Wars Friends for weekly episodes featuring the latest news, in-depth analysis, fan questions, and conversation on all things Star Wars. If you're enjoying the Star Wars Friends, please leave us a review on whatever podcast app you're listening on and make it a great one. Now, back to the Star Wars Friends. So would you say that your favorite then is is Force Awakens? Or my favorite. Like, oh, put him on trilogy? the spot for that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So I've said before, my favorite of the sequel trilogy is the Force Awakens, and my I don't know if this is a controversial opinion. I think all of the sequels films are good. I enjoy them, um, though I would say that they are at times a little disjointed. So it's fun to sit down and watch each of them individually, and I think you know JJ has awesome stuff to bring, as does Ryan. Um, but it's like. You know, you look at them as a continuum and it's like, okay, there's a couple gaps that we're just missing some information here and you can chalk that up to what you will, but I think they're all good films. Yeah, that's, you know, on this, at least on this show, that is totally, uh, that's our, that's our same opinion, man. It's a fair take. It's a fair critique. Um, Everybody likes different things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah, other places you might, since this is your first podcast, you might want to be careful with having an opinion, which is crazy to say, but no, here, (laughs) uh, (laughs) at least here, uh, that is a very welcome critique of those films. Um, So we got to know, we got to know what's your favorite, like totally hands down favorite Star Wars movie. Favorite Star Wars movie, hands down. Empire Strikes Back. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Welcome to the Good club. Choice. Welcome to the <laughs> club. Yep. Yep. Uh, that's sweet. That is good. Okay. Why do you love Empire Strikes Back? What is it about that film? So I'm, I mean, I'm a huge music nut. So John Williams' score for this movie is nothing short of brilliant. Um, right. The way that he interweaves themes. Uh, Yoda's theme is arguably one of the best. Um, uh, so, you know, the music is great, and I tear up every single time I watch this movie because of it. Um, but as I was saying earlier, the lessons in this movie, particularly yeah. from Yoda's uh, standpoint, are, are just some of the best little chunk, you know, nuggets of wisdom I think 
you know, you can find in cinema. Um, because here's this, you know, little green guy, this unsuspecting kind of river monster looking dude. And here comes this, you know, young guy. He doesn't really know what's going on in the universe. He thinks, you know, I'm going to be a Jedi one day. And, and Yoda comes along and he defies what Luke thinks you know, is possible. He defies, you know, judge me by my size, do you? Right. It's like that whole thing. And, you know, like that's, it's, it's a funny line, but I mean, there's a lot behind that because, you know, don't, don't judge a book by its cover and whatnot. And, and of course there's the luminous beings. Are we not this crude right. matter right. for surrounds everything, the rock, the ship, you and me. And, and, um, and that's always a message I, I've appreciated. Cause a lot of the times I feel like in life, it's really, really easy to you know, sit here and pretend like we don't exist in relation to everybody else in the world. Like right. I'm doing my own thing, you do your own thing. I don't care. Like whatever. But you know, we're all human beings. We're all in it together, whether we want to or not. And you know, sometimes it would be nice if there was one whole unifying force tying everything together. Um, <laughs> right. You know, so that's that's something I aspire um, in a lot of ways to make. You know, with my communities. I mean, I was live streaming last night with uh, on on TikTok and to my viewership, and you know, I tell I tell my viewers like this. What I'm trying to do is cultivate like a safe space for people. Good. You know, to enjoy Star Wars, to yeah. talk about things in a civil way, and and just you know, because Star Wars is all about. I mean, it's about a couple of things. You know, family first and foremost. You know, it's about accepting who you are. That was a big part of you know the sequel trilogy, but also some things are stronger than blood. Right. Right. Um, so you can be who you want to be, and you don't have to tie yourself back to whatever societal standards have been established previously. Right. Like mm-hmm. you have control over your own destiny. You just have to take opportunity and seize it. Um, so, going off on a tangent. No, here, I but, lo- no, there no, you go. <laughs> Listen, yeah. you are. <laughs> this is your space. This is yeah. We. This is exactly um, the type of the type of commentary we love to hear because that you are. I can tell instantly you are true to the core passionate Star Wars fan and and you are someone that that gets it. You're not just you're not just doing these impressions of these well-known beloved characters. You actually understand the source. You understand sure. the the greater mm-hmm. picture behind it. And I think that that's that's really what I wanted to to get out of this interview is to just <laughs> I wanted to like really dig in to Kevin and be like, "All right, man, let's go let's talk some Star Wars." And you yeah. you young sir have uh have really um said some incredible things so far. You get it, man. And uh yeah. I totally appreciate that. Yeah, yeah totally. So, so who all- is your oh. No, go ahead, Maggie. Um, go ahead. So, who is your favorite Star Wars character? Is yeah. it one of the voices that you've already done? Oh, is it Obi Wan? Is it Anakin? Is it Movies, Kylo Ren? Animated. That's a <laughs> well, big you know, so I so I will say my second favorite character of all time is Ahsoka Tano. I think she is hey, such a fantastic yes. character. You nice. are on the right podcast. <laughs> you well, are she, on the right podcast. Yeah, she's <laughs> a role model for anybody, and it's so fun seeing her grow up and mature into this like super. You know, super driven human. Well, <laughs> not yeah, a human being, not quite. To Gruda, it's Jabba, great. you're a fantastic human being. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that line always confuses me. Right, <laughs> slug. So like, um, uh, but yeah, no. I mean, she's you know, and just like this individual who's super driven. Um, so I love her, and and Dave Filoni and and crew did a fantastic job writing her. Yeah. Ashley Eckstein did a great job bringing her to life. But my favorite character, I think, overall is Obi Wan because. Nice. I mean, in A New Hope, in Empire, in uh, in Return, you know, he's this 
he's this wise guy beyond his years, and he's just got all of this information to to give to Luke. And I think Alec Guinness delivers such a masterful performance in A New yeah. Hope. Um, I'm sure you've seen. There's so many videos where it's like Obi Wan, you know, has PTSD, and it, they take the monologue <laughs> of. You know, I was once a Jedi Knight like your father, and you know, like they overlay it with scenes from the prequels, and yes, yes, you know, and it's like, oh, it's heart wrenching because mm-hmm. the prequels weren't even a thing back then, right? They were stewing in George's mind, right? And and yet, Alec Guinness was somehow able to portray this like feeling of I've known this person for so long, and yet they aren't who they were anymore, and like. Uh, just it's gut wrenching, and then you know, Ewan McGregor does a fantastic rendition of a younger Alec Guinness um, in the prequel trilogy. Certainly, I mean, you know, if you guys are on prequel memes, you know how much the internet's obsessed with him. <laughs> oh yeah, we um, love him. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we love Ewan McGregor. Uh, and so you know, and so he does great there. But you know, and then you look at the Clone Wars, and oh my gosh, they just flesh him out even more. And it's right. like he had a love interest, and he was bound to the Order, but he knew. That he couldn't have one or the other, you know. Had you but said the word, I would have left. You know, and it's like, oh no, wait, Sabine, <laughs> why didn't you say anything? Oh no. yes, it's heartbroken over here. But I mean, he is like the the most pure example of what I think the Jedi at the time were thought they were. I guess yeah. because you know, because he he understands the whole Jedi doctrine of like, oh, you know. A little bit of emotional repression's got to get in there, you know. You can't can't be too emotional about things, but also like protect, you know. Don't don't act before you think and whatnot. Um, and you have that, and that's kind of in juxtaposition in juxtaposition of Qui Gon, yes. who we understood that like, oh, the Jedi Order's flawed. You know, a lot mm-hmm. of stuff that we're doing here isn't quite right, and just purely the side of the light is not always going to win. So you need to have a little bit of both. Um, but Qui Gon, you know, Qui Gon was like that, and then Obi Wan, he's all, you know, like, no, the light is most important, and blah blah blah, and you know, Anakin, you must not let your feelings cloud your judgment, and Anakin's the father, isn't he? I'm so sorry, you know, it's like, uh, <laughs> but and and he he is like the purest example of what I think the Jedi were trying to be, and I think it, even in the Clone Wars, the the moment where he recognizes that like if Satine had told him that she was, in fact, in love with him, he would have said, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. So I have to now <laughs> yeah. leave my life behind. I can't have both. I know this will destruct everything I've worked for, so I can either have one or the other. And it's what Anakin fails to see, because Anakin totally could have gone off. Right. And I think he could have been you know, um, happy if he'd left the order. He and Padme, I mean, I'm sure someone's written a fan fiction about oh, it. I'm but, sure, yeah. Um, you know, but so it's many. like he either does mm-hmm. that or he loses attachment. And like this guy, Anakin, has been through so much already, right? He's been told that he is the chosen one. Right. I mean, heck, if I was if I was sitting here and Mark Hamill retweets me and says I'm the chosen one, <laughs> I think I'd just break down and hide in my closet for the rest of my life. I'm not going like, no, 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 no. I am not turning the dark side. None of you right. are trick me on this. Like, so <laughs> he's, he's been told he's the chosen one. He's taken from his family at an age where he will still have vivid recollections of his mother. Right, and he does. Right, he has visions. Right. He watches his mother die. He gets visions of Padme, his you know love interest, dying. I mean, the guy's just a wreck. Yeah. And Obi-Wan's like, mm, no attachment. Sorry. And Yoda's like, mm, no attachment. Get rid of that. You know, go away. Yeah. And he's like, what the heck? Like, what is 
I, I think ultimately examining Anakin as a character is like looking at someone who's told that they, you know, you can't love, you cannot be fundamentally human. You have to follow a set of rules. Right. And I think, you know, as, as people, rules are good often, but sometimes when rules infringe on our own expression of self, um, it's incredibly destructive to yeah. our perception of who we are and, you know, where we fit in in society and things. And so that's why looking at Anakin in juxtaposition to Obi-Wan is so, so interesting. Cause yeah. like two completely different people, an unlikely friendship, mentorship, brothership, brother, brother, what's the word for that? <laughs> yeah. They're, they're brothers. They're <laughs> Something like yeah, that. Yeah, but yeah. you know, um, yeah. So that's just interesting. To so, me. so you mentioned, <laughs> I, I gotta, I gotta just interject here with a sidebar question because we, we examined this maybe a couple episodes ago you mentioned what if Obi-Wan, you know, and Satine got together? What would happen? We've talked about those what if scenarios. What if this happened? How would it have, you know, rippling effects through the Star Wars world? Obviously, there's a lot of rumors right now with this whole duality and multiverse, which I will talk about this on a later Star Wars Friends podcast because I don't really subscribe to that. But uh, what I'd like to know, Kevin, is. Have you thought about what would be the biggest what-if scenario in Star Wars? And if so, what is your biggest what-if scenario? Man, my biggest... I've never really given a lot of thought to this question. I know that the EU has explored it a couple times. And in fact, I guess George originally wanted um, Luke, Mark Hamill's character, to actually turn to the dark side at the end of uh, Return of the Jedi. Yeah. It was originally titled Revenge of the Jedi. Um so and that's like a huge thing, right? Because yeah. then that sets up the sequels to be a completely different story. Um, so that's always something that's fascinated me. Goodness, I don't know. I think one of the things I, I was a bit disappointed with, though I understood why they made this decision, was um, seeing Ben Solo, you know, die at the end of. Yes. Spoilers, by the way. Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's been out for like just a little bit. Months, just a little yep. bit. Um, but yeah, no. When he died, I mean, I understood it. I get it, um, but I've seen I oh, goodness I forget who it was. Somebody on YouTube was entertaining the idea that you know it would be so neat to see a TV series or something, or even just like an epilogue at the end of uh, Rise of Skywalker of now Ben Solo maybe kitted out looking a little bit like Han mm. going around to all the different um, First Order outposts that still remained and making things right. Yeah, right? Mm -hmm. letting the past actually die yeah. like in in a good way. And, um, you know, kind of taking out those remaining outposts, fragments yeah. or whatever, right. and, and kind of putting order back in the galaxy on his own, doing his own thing, kind of atoning for the wrongdoings that he committed yeah. as Kylo Ren. We, we've talked about that. Like, how would he, if that were the case where he lived and moved on, how would he yeah. fit into the world beyond that, knowing all of the bad things that he had done to people in the universe and they go, wait, aren't you, aren't you that guy that like just blew up our planet? <laughs> right. Like, how so, do you go about, I guess, redeeming yourself, yeah, redeeming yourself to yeah. people. And, and that, that sounds like it would be a great start for him to go back and go, all right, we're going to shut down all these outposts and, yeah. uh, I, I have to work. I understand I have to work to redeem myself in the eyes of the galaxy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the way I, I I actually so the the show I was talking about earlier the you know one person show about Kylo Ren Ben Solo this was written um, my senior year of high school so this was now I guess two years ago a year ago I don't know <laughs> um, but you know this was my capstone theater project and the Rise of Skywalker trailer had, wasn't even out Last Jedi had come out and you know so we knew what happened in the second act of the trilogy and I said okay 
let's do alternate timeline. So I split it off roughly in the middle-ish beginning of that movie. So this was, you know, it started with Snoke, um, you know, child in a mask, whatever, whatever. And then Mm -hmm. Kylo says, you know what? Shoot, maybe what I'm doing is just really bad. Wow, oh my gosh. (laughs) Wow, he realized. Okay, great. So right. instead of instead of saying I'm going to go join the resistance or saying I'm going to go blow up the first order, he just he leaves. He's out of the picture. <laughs> he excludes himself. He just whoosh, gone. You know, takes a ship somewhere else. And the 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 show starts, um, and he's an older man mm. now, and he's wearing you know Jedi robes. And you're like, oh, okay, this is interesting. And he's at a school. He has established a school. As Ben Solo, not Kylo Ren, completely disconnected Love name, it. right? Theory, no one knows who he is. And he's ta- he's teaching a school for gray Jedi, right, to accept both sides of the Force. And I'm like, ah, yeah, Qui-Gon, we got some gray Jedi stuff going on here. This is exciting. <laughs> I haven't seen this in a movies all that much. Right. So I'm sure all of my theater-going audiences are going to love this. <laughs> um, but, you know, and so basically the idea was he's teaching the balance. He's teaching just the Force, right? right. It's not good or bad. It is the Force, and how you use it is what dictates whether you're, you know, a good or a bad person. And um, there's there's this young student that I created, Shara, and he goes, and one day he's just traveling through the library, and there's this panel, this wooden panel on the floor, and he lifts it up, and he finds this journal. Oh, my gosh, it was Kylo Ren's journal, but we don't know that yet. Um, and he goes to Master Ben Solo's hut, and he's like, Master Ben, I found this journal, and I was wondering if you knew what it was. And, you know, he's like, where the heck did you find that? Like, that's what? You know, and... and <laughs> So anyway, I did not do the Adam Driver voice show. I think I would have just fallen over out of exhaustion. Right. Um, I mean, what would Adam Driver even sound like in his like fifties, sixties? Goodness, um, I don't know. But so yeah, uh, he finds the notebook, and then basically it's a it's a dialogue with flashbacks and stuff um, of Ben Solo talking to this young student who's basically a reflection of what the audience is thinking. Yeah. Um, and and he's he's telling Shara about what happens in this journal, but a lot of it's actually him verbally processing his mm. past and coming to terms with, I did some really messed up stuff. I did some really messed up stuff. And I know now that what I'm doing is an attempt to atone for that, but I can't just pretend like it didn't happen. Right. right? This is a part of my yeah. life, whether I like it or not. And who I am in the past does not necessarily have to define who I am now, but it will always be a part of me. And so you know, it, it ends with him revealing that you you like yes, he was Kylo Ren, but you know that darkness is now being um, put in combat by his constant efforts to bring a little bit of balance mm. to the world. Um, mm-hmm. So well, that was kind of my alternative. Yeah, right. No, that's <laughs> I feel like I have like, to see this play now. Yeah, I was gonna say, like, when are like you I putting this up on TikTok? <laughs> this needs to go up. <laughs> like, yeah, put this up as like a you know, this is a series. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That is interesting. I, I and you really painted a great picture for us because I saw everything's in my, in, in my mind's eye there. You know, really. Seriously. Um, so yeah. that was that was great storytelling that you did, Kevin. <laughs> um, I do want to ask one more sidebar question. Go since for you it. <laughs> since you have brought up you you've read some comics. Uh, you're you're a fan of Ben Solo, Kylo Ren. Have you read the Rise of Kylo Ren comic? Have you have you read that yet? Is the Rise of Kylo Ren comic the one where he falls off the ledge and then like he catches himself with the Force? That one. Yeah, but th- the the story is less interesting. What I'm more interested in <laughs> is if you have seen it and have seen Snoke's wardrobe in this comic, and if so, what His your opinion on Snoke's oh, schoolboy cap? Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah, so I think I was watching... Um, Am I allowed to say the names of sure, YouTube channels I'm not sure. affiliated with? So I don't know. Star Wars Theory. I'm oh, sure yeah, you're somewhat Star Wars yeah. with it. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, so Star Wars Theory I was watching. You know, he does little disseminations of, of comics and stuff. And right. I was watching one of his. I was like, what in the world is he wearing? Like, knowing what I know now, Palpatine, <laughs> this is what you made this dude wear? Right. Yeah. Like, is right. this intimidating you? We have, we have uh, spent way too much time dissecting Snoke's wardrobe from that comic book series. They, yeah. had, uh, they had far too many liberties, in my opinion, uh, on that book. But okay. Well, that's good. Uh, so are you a fan of the Snoke cabbie hat then? Is this Kevin Cabral approved? The Snoke cabbie hat? Snoke Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Okay. I would, <laughs> good, why not? So you, you dropped a couple of them earlier, but you you know a lot of quotes. You know a lot. You've dropped a, a lot. lot of quotes from yeah. Star Wars, which is very impressive. Uh, is there anyone that stands out to you as a favorite? Mm. Yeah. So, oh man, I I have recently, and I said this one earlier, but I've recently really liked the quote: "Luminous beings are we, not this crude yeah. matter." Yeah. I just think it's so relevant right now, and it's a good reminder that we're all just people, you know, mm. um, you know, and we all have so much in common, um, and. It's it's more about what's up here than what's right. all out right. here. And yeah. um, but I wrote my college essay largely around the centerpiece: the greatest teacher failure is. And both mm. of those are Yoda quotes. Mm. I mean, Yoda's got yeah. so much wisdom to drop all the time. But um, and I think it's so true uh, in life. I know it's really difficult to sit and and fail at something. And especially as a kid, like, you know, it depends on, I guess, where you grew up and what your home life was like and who your parents are. But, you know, failing is not looked at as a good thing. And I think that just as as a people, we all need to decide that it's totally okay to fail. In fact, necessary to fail in order to learn and grow and, and develop because, you know, failure teaches you what you did wrong and gives you an opportunity to then be better. Right. And, you know, and that can be applied to anything, right? I mean, heck, in uh, my first year of engineering, you know, doing a couple capstone projects, and it's like, okay, that thing really didn't work. That's going <laughs> right. to cost us sure. $200. Sure. And now we have to figure out how the heck to make this thing work better. Okay, great. Now we learned from our failure. We figured out what we did wrong. Now we know what we got to do better. Yeah. Bing, bada, boom. It's better, right? Yeah. But right. it's, yeah. you know, you can also apply it to stuff like relationships, you know, you know, as friends, oh, I, I slighted you and, you know, I didn't realize at the time because I wasn't putting enough thought behind my words. And, you know, I realize that now. I realize because we had a, a discussion about it and I, I failed you, but I'm prepared to be better because now I know what I did wrong. Yeah. And it's like you mm-hmm. can just apply this all over the place. I mean, it's, it's great. Um, and I think something that we can all carry up here. It's a good little thing to remember. Love That's it. actually one of my favorites from Last Jedi was the We Are What They Grow Beyond. That is the burden yes. of all masters. Yes. That's, my, that's <laughs> probably my favorite Yoda line. So, yeah. Um, so I see you've got posters in the back there. Are yes. you a collector at all? Do, do you collect figures? I'm not you necessarily a collector, um, though I do have a lot of, I guess, at this point, perhaps vintage-like things. In a couple of my TikToks, people have noticed that I have two of the heads from, I think it was a 2005 promotion. Um, I have a Darth Vader head and a 3PO head, and they like the tops of their heads lift off. I think they're supposed to be like cookie jars. Um, <laughs> but my mom said she worked tirelessly to get them from, I think, like cereal box raffles or something. Awesome. Um, so, nice. you know, those are sitting up on my shelf. I have, I think, a early to mid-90s um, Millennium Falcon toy that you know part of the back has been ripped off, but I have that hanging on my wall. Beautiful. Uh, that used to be my my cousin Sean's, and he's now you know in his 30s and giving that to me. <laughs> I've got stickers all over my room. I mean that's not vintage, so it's not really collecting. But 
I mean, I oh, there's a really old Empire Strikes Back poster on that far side of the room oh, that I have nice. suspended. I mean, so collector, not necessarily, but I have more Star Wars stuff than I can even, you yeah. know, list. I'm holding up right now a couple of different pen holder thingies. That one, yeah, you know, yes. Do you, you have a lightsaber? Do I have a lightsaber? So I have the old. Um, crude plastic ones that you'd run yeah. around on the playground mm-hmm. with and accidentally mm-hmm. hit your friends a bit too hard with. Um, accidentally. Right. Mm-hmm. Accident- yeah, accidentally. No, you just <laughs> The dark side was really... just feeling it that day. Um, yeah. But uh, no, so I don't have any like Ultra Saber or anything super fancy like that, but I mean, it'd be cool to get one one day, yeah. So nice. with, with that, uh, were you planning on attending Star Wars Celebration this year? Because you could have got it's, a lightsaber there and you know, yeah. all that. Were you planning on going? So... Might surprise you. I've never been a celebration. That's okay. actually, yeah. Um, yeah. Me neither. You know, it's totally something I'd love to do. I mean, as when I was much younger, I was like, "Mom, can we go to the Minecraft convention?" And oh, I was yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> oh, "Yeah, I wouldn't want to do that." You know, <laughs> um, but you know, so absolutely, like going to a celebration would be great. At Super Saturday here was canceled. I wasn't planning on going yeah. necessarily. Um, it's just never something like I really thought about doing. Um, yeah. Guess I'm not really sure why I haven't thought about it critically, but. It's been on my on my radar to go to Galaxy's Edge at some point. Oh yes, yeah. yes. it's amazing. Yeah, looking forward to that. Yeah. Save good. and buy your lightsaber there because you can build it, and it's like a whole experience. Yeah. Agreed. And Yoda has lines. Then it's it's, it's <gasps> no spoilers. No, I, <laughs> that's like I it's know. on there. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. No, you would. Yeah, Galaxy's Edge is is a pilgrimage for all Star Wars fans, as is Celebration. So, um, you will be welcomed with open arms at Celebration <laughs> 2022. I'm sure. Uh, you. And you can your TikTok will just explode at Celebration. <laughs> so um, we do. You know, Kevin, we have a very hard hitting. Very intense. This is probably going to be the most intense question we're going to have all day today. Okay, Kevin, are you I'm ready for this? Looking forward to you. This, yeah, is, uh, you this, is, uh, this is pretty heavy I'm stuff. Man. Okay. Very controversial. Very okay. controversial question mm-hmm. here. We need to know, Kevin Cabral, mm-hmm. do you pronounce it ADAT or ATAT? Mm-hmm. <sighs> <Man>. <laughs> you might not like me for this. Okay. So I've heard many people say that it's actually ADAT. But I say ATAT. Oh! And now, hey, look, hey, I'm. It's a spicy opinion. It is a spicy opinion, I know. Well, right, and you'll Josh will like that answer. I'm like, it's a chicken walker, and I will stand on that ground and die. Right, so, you know, I say ATAT. Why? I think it was basically because at the same time I started getting like Lego sets and stuff, I was also watching an awful lot of science content. On the interwebs, on TV, I was obsessed with Bill Nye. So when he was talking awesome. about like chemistry and physics and stuff, and he was like naming empirical formulas, I was like, "Oh yes, clearly it is not at at. It is ATAT because <laughs> you've got like what is it? Um, DNA AT ATG and C, right? Those are the letters in DNA." And so I was like, "Ah yes, ATAT. Clearly that's what Look it is. At you. <laughs> Zero relation whatsoever, but." A scientific okay. approach to how to name a uh, an armored transport. I love it. Yeah, our our other our other host Josh would would seriously give you a virtual hug right now uh, because he has gotten very little love on the ATAT. You know, we we put a poll up on Twitter. We were being cheeky just to see what people thought. And it was split fifty fifty. It was kind of uh, you know, it's just one of those fun things. So thank you for answering that. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a bold choice. Uh, but hey, it's it's okay. It's good. 
This is Delilah S. Dawson, your Star Wars friend, and you are listening to the Star Wars Friends Podcast. Kyle, will you be an angel for a helpless baby Yoda? Every day, baby Yoda is chased by bounty hunters and abused by scout troopers, and he's crying out for help. Please click the subscribe button on your screen and join the Star Wars friends with a monthly gift right now. For only 60 calamari flan a month, you'll help rescue baby Yoda from their abusers and provide food, shelter, Jedi training, and Beskar armor. Subscribe now and follow us on Twitter in the next 30 minutes to receive this tweet with a gif of Baby Yoda, who's been given a second chance thanks to you. Baby Yoda needs our help. So please, subscribe, rate, and review right away. Shoota! Or something! Hey, Star Wars friends, it's Josh, your favorite Star Wars friend and the resident John Williams One Percenter. Do you want to be a John Williams One Percenter like me? Well, here's a piece of John Williams trivia to help you push up your glasses at the other 99%. Did you know that John Williams has 52 Academy Award nominations in his career to date? The only other person with more nominations is some guy named Walter Disney? Never heard of the guy. Make sure to stay on target and listen to the Star Wars Friends podcast every week for more John Williams content. Hey, this is Dominic Pace, who played Gecko the Bounty Hunter from The Mandalorian. Happy to be your Star Wars friend. You're listening to the Star Wars Friend Show. We hope you're enjoying this interview with voice actor Kevin Cabral on the Star Wars Friends. Make sure to subscribe to the Star Wars Friends for weekly episodes featuring the latest news, in-depth analysis, fan questions, and conversation on all things Star Wars. If you're enjoying the Star Wars Friends, please leave us a review on whatever podcast app you're listening on and make it a great one. Now, back to the Star Wars Friends. Now, <laughs> we've got through a lot of Star Wars, and we still got a little bit more Star Wars to go, but we want to kind of dive into your voice acting as far as, you know, do you do other... IPs. Do you do other voice actors? And if so, like what are some of your favorite or what are your what are the ones that you enjoy doing most? 
Sure. So, I mean, certainly with all this, you know, virality stuff happening, I've been looking to expand uh, my reach. I'm, I think I'm always going to be rooted in Star Wars, and that's fine with me. I love it. Um, but I do want to kind of showcase the other stuff I've got going. Right now, I'm working on a video where I'm showcasing uh, John Mulaney, awesome. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, gosh, yes. um, I'm, cur- I'm, I'm wondering if I put my President Barack Obama in there. I don't know. I don't know yet. Yeah. That might not be a great decision, but we'll see. Um, then I'm also, you know, Kermit the Frog. Love a yeah, good Kermit. Yeah. Jason Statham, right? So, I mean, I do <laughs> My people. Goodness. Wait, this is right? all in one video? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. this nice. is great. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, and so I do people and stuff, but I'm also, you know, I've talked to, about this with my TikTok audience some. Um, you know, I, I want to also look at other IP. So what's hot and trendy right now? Avatar, Last Airbender, yeah, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. lots of great voices there to do. Um, of course, Harry Potter would be an interesting IP to touch on. Lord of the Rings would be great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, there's all these, you know, fun, you know, just nerd fandom stuff that I, I'm not super immersed in. Yeah. But one of the great things, and I'm super lucky that it just kind of works this way for me, is I can kind of approach uh, voice acting and impressions specifically in this interesting way where I'll pull up, you know, like, okay, Zuko, best moments. And I'll just kind of like watch <laughs> for a while and I'll sit there and every now and then I'll repeat what he's saying. And then by the end of it, I kind of have a baseline impression going. Right. And I just kind of keep doing that until it's like good. And so, you know, I don't necessarily have to watch an IP religiously like I do Star Wars in order to get the voice down. Right. Um, which is which is fun, and I and I'm I'm happy about that. But uh, yeah, no, definitely looking to expand a little bit, as uh, as I guess I expand my reach around the internet, which is crazy. Yeah, it's it <laughs> a little bit. You mentioned John Mulaney, who is someone yeah. that took me a little bit of time to come around to, but I absolutely incredibly love John Mulaney. Um, this is a total another sidebar question. Have you seen him on on House Hunters? It's like the quarantine. Uh, he does like commentary on House Hunters on HGTV. Does he really? Yes, and it is some of the funniest John Mulaney because he's just sitting on his couch watching House Hunters like everyone does and yeah. just throws the John Mulaney at it and it is is some of the funniest content out there right now. And I think that it, it's definitely, it's not gotten as big as I thought it should be by now because it yeah. is incredibly funny stuff. So um, <clears throat> if you're looking for some more John Mulaney one-liners, the House Hunters series is really good. It's really, I really feel good. Like, I feel like he definitely did a bit about House Hunters at one he point. Did. He was like, yes, he, he got did. up and he was like, I'm John Mulaney. So you watch House Hunters and you see these people. Hi, my name's Kristen. I sell potatoes for a living and my budget is $100 billion. And it's like, whoa, 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 whoa hold on. Like, what? Yeah. You know, and, and he's like, yeah. And then my husband, you know, here's the things he does. And I don't even know. Like, I'm not really married to him. And anyways, we're looking for a five-bedroom apartment on the beach. Suspended midair. It's like, right. wow, okay, that's fun. That <laughs> I so I think it was that joke that caught their attention yeah, that right, asked them to right. be on the show because it is just super funny. So yeah. I would encourage you to check, that, check out. that out. Now, Maybe. as far as voice actors proper, mm. you know, um, obviously we know that Mark Hamill is an incredibly talented voice actor outside of his Star mm. Wars career. Mm. Um, are there any voice actors that you look up to or anyone that you? You know, clearly they're starting to connect with you now. So the tables mm-hmm. have turned. Uh, they're yeah. starting to come to you, young sir, uh, which is incredible. Um, you know, but is there is there any voice actor that really stood out to you? Someone that you have kind of looked up to or would like to collaborate with? Yeah, definitely. So I mean, I'll say for a long time, 
Um, I've looked up to Sam Witwer. Now he's, you know, he's as much an actor as he is a voice actor. Yeah. He's done mocap for, I mean, he was in the Force Unleashed games. Uh, he was in, I think it was Days Gone. He's the protagonist in that game. And of course he plays Maul and at times Palpatine in right. Clone Wars and Rebels. Um, and he's someone who, I mean, he brings to the table such a, an incredible depth to his voiceover. I mean, like yeah. watching the videos of behind the scenes of him sitting there in the booth and just, you know, getting really into yes. his character yes. and just emoting and like, oh, it's so crazy because as an actor, I'm I'm totally for that because you'll see a lot of voice actors and they sit there in the booth and they're like, this summer coming to, you know, whatever channel, <laughs> right. blah, blah, blah. And they're just standing there. You know, they're not really doing anything, you know, but I like to get exciting with my voiceovers. I like to be bouncy, you know, right. blah, blah, blah. And, you know, and when he's doing mall, he's just sitting there around the microphone. <laughs> Kenobi. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is amazing. <laughs> like, look at this dude. He's like, he's yeah. acting. He's doing it. And, you know, similarly, Mark Hamill does the same thing. Yeah. But, um, I was over the moon. I mean, I went shooting past the Death Star when he liked the tweet, and I was like, "This, this is crazy!" Like yeah. people are in fact noticing mm-hmm. what I'm doing, and for that, I'm immensely grateful. Because yeah. I mean, without the internet, like I don't, I probably wouldn't be going the places I'm going now. I wouldn't be doing the things I'm doing now, and uh, it's just such a cool little thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, good for you. Good for you. Now. Who is your who who what is your all-time favorite voice? What is like obviously there is there's no shortage of unique voices in the world. Um yeah. what is your favorite voice? Now I'm going to share a very embarrassing thing and I'm not going to do it on the podcast, but I used to do the Tom Hardy Bane voice far too often to admit. Um, but it was the funnest one for me. (laughs) It was the funnest voice for me because it was just so ridiculous. There was no rhyme or reason to that voice whatsoever. Um, I guess what is who, 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 or what is your favorite voice? My favorite voice, man. See, that's a tough question too, because, uh, Man, I guess I've never given that too much thought. I again, I am a fa- uh, fan of of um, Sam Witwer's Maul, and yeah. I think that's such a masterful performance, especially because that is not at all his voice. No, you know, like no. I mean, he's he's you know he's a he's a big like strong guy. Like clearly, he's got a deep voice. But I mean, the the level of you know like grunge and gobble, you know, like he applies. <laughs> I mean, like I have a hard time doing it because I I have a naturally higher pitched voice, and it's like yeah, man, but um. His, I mean, I love that. I will say it's, I guess Ian McDermott, he, you know, he plays uh, Emperor Palpatine and right. Chancellor Palpatine and all the different Palpatines. Um, Sheev. Um, Papa. And, Papa. <laughs> but, he, you know, he actually came um, and worked with Dave Filoni for Rebels. Yes. In, yeah, the last, I think it was the last couple episodes or the last episode where he shows up. And that was his voice. And it was funny because I actually, I only just watched Rebels this year during quarantine. Um, I got Disney Plus for The Mandalorian, yeah. okay. and then of course Clone Wars season seven rolled around, which was fantastic. Heck yes. and I watched Rebels. I was like, you know, because the thing is too, I'm someone who's been on Reddit for a long time. I've been a prequel memer, like whatever. And pe- people are like, oh, Rebels bad. It's for kids. Blah blah blah. And I'm like, I should give it a try, right? Yes. Like, come on, you know, I yes. can't completely believe what everyone says. And so I hopped in and I started watching. And season one and two, I was like, oh. Ezra's a little annoying, you know, but he's a kid. I was probably way more annoying than that, I'll admit. Yeah, yeah. So we're just going to keep with it. And you see the development of the Kane and Ezra master apprentice oh, relationship, father son. I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, and Hera. Oh, my gosh. We don't see enough, like, 
just like strong mothers in Star Wars. And right. she's so good. Like she is, mm-hmm. you know, she's tactical yep. and she's kind and she's like everything that I feel like I want to be when I'm like a dad, yeah. you know? Yeah. So like totally like she's a great character. Super happy to see her pop up in that Squadron's trailer. Hey, hey. yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> and, you know, so anyway, but like. What were we talking about again? <laughs> Rebels. I was talking about Rebels because Ian McDermott, right. That's so right. So then Ian McDermott shows up, and I was like, wow, man, did Sam Witwer really sounds like Ian McDermott this time around. Like, jeez. <laughs> you know, because there's, there's there's a couple different Palpatines, right? There's, right. Hey, destroy you, I'm Palpatine. <laughs> you know, and he's all old, and his mouth is sagging. Oh, like, yeah. And then there's, oh, we will be watching your career with great interest. You know, like, <laughs> the, I'm senatorial, you know. And that... I don't think he'd done before. And so I was like, I got to look. So I went scrolling yeah. through the credits. And sure enough, Ian McDermott. Oh, yeah. And he has, I mean, he's, you know, classically trained in, oh, in Shakespeare. Incredible. So the guy's already a gem. But he did he did a great job even in the voice acting scene. I, I think it was great. So I'm happy you touched on Rebels. I'm happy you got to watch it. And you didn't listen to uh, Reddit haters. Uh, so kudos again. Because uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> we are, we're definitely team Rebels over here. It's. You know, you earlier in in today's interview, you mentioned that you're a story person, and you you yeah. really enjoy, and you and I we can tell you get the story of Star Wars, you get the deeper <laughs> meaning of these of these tales. Um, and Rebels to us, we've talked about it extensively on this show that Rebels really holds some of the deepest stories and some of the deepest um, lessons in Star Wars. And sure, yeah, you can chalk up the first couple episodes being a kids show, but after season two, like it the the training wheels are off and it's like full throttle <laughs> hardcore star wars especially season four but uh yeah it's we have also talked about some voice actors and some interesting choices that star wars has made over the years and some of my least favorite voices actually are palpatine voices from the clone Wars series which i have also made fun of many times on our show um i think that those palpatine voices in clone wars are pretty they can use some improvement let me put it that way so i think that you should hit up filoni and uh Re- recut those vocals yeah <laughs> i have to ask so because you touched on rebels have you started working on a throne mm. yes yep Thrawn is in okay. the works oh, um, i was actually showcasing my Thrawn one about a week ago on live stream and i had i was operating under the misconception that he sounds um a lot like tarkin now he has similarities to tarkin but i was mm-hmm. using tarkin's um rolling his r's right and i went back and i looked Thrawn doesn't do that i was like no. oh man like I just I just applied that in my head for no good reason, but his voice, wow. I mean he yes. you know, speak softly and carry a big sit stick, right? right? That's his whole thing. Right. And yep. uh yep. man, he does it well. And I'm so happy that they brought him in in this Yes. I they they did him so well in Kansas. Yes. I mean super happy. It, it, it's yes. it's uh it's it's what who it's Mads Mickelson, is that correct? Am I am I thinking of the right actor that voice is, is Thrawn? In uh was, Rebels? Yeah. 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 So he uh, he sounds like he has an extra like hinge in his jaw at times. Like it just like he he speaks the word and then it just drops mid word. Uh, right? Yeah. It's I'm, so huh. unique. Uh, his English. He's got such a great voice. Yeah. yeah. It's really yeah. cool. We love the Thrawn voice. Um, Mark Thompson's is good too. Oh yeah, Mark this Thompson. Is, Mark Thompson's is pretty good. Yeah. Kevin, have you ever listened to any of the Star Wars audiobooks? Are you familiar with Mark Thompson? I have not known. I think I think you, you would like Mark out. Thompson. Yeah, yeah. probably dig it. Yeah, it's it, he a, does a couple good ones. Yeah, he's uh so he reads audiobooks, but he's a voice actor, mm-hmm. right? He he gets sure. into character. Um, I think for me, if you were to check out a Mark Thompson 
uh, audiobook, I would start with maybe the Revan book. The the it's an mm. EU book at this point, but right. regardless, Mark Mark Tompkins his performance in that book is incredible. He does, I mean, the full the full scope of all the characters. So, right. um, maybe someone to look into for sure. I think you would find him fascinating. Um, just not even just for Star Wars, just for being uh, one of our favorite professional voice people. Um, I don't even know what you would call him. He's like, what do you call an audiobook? Is it just a narrator? Is that like I don't even know what he would be at that point. I mean, they'd be a voice performer. Voice I think. performer. Okay. Yeah. 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 Voice performer, voice actor. Um, a lot of people. If you do just kind of everything, it's just often voiceover artist. Uh-huh. So, um, uh-huh. you know, my my aspiration is to work primarily in voice acting. So yeah. we're talking, you know, cartoons and doing voices. Um, but I also have a demo already, and I'm working Sweet. on more demos, which are basically just like tapes that showcase you know mm-hmm. different uh, aspects of your range um for you know commercial political narrative sure. that sort of thing so good for yeah. you yeah. good for you kevin nice. so we are now at the portion of our journey where we are going to pit you against some of our former guests oh, in man. a star wars word association game and we have a lot of fun with this because we've had some very straight-laced answers. We've had some very interesting interpretations of uh, what we're going to ask. So how this works is, and if you've never listened to the Star Wars Friends show, thank you for joining us. This is a little bit of fun we get to have with our guests. Um, I'm looking at the results here. We've played this game many times. Okay, Lots, let's see. Yeah. Maggie was actually a guest at one time. And before she became a permanent host on the Star Wars Friends show, Maggie actually has the highest score on this game. 28. Uh, 28. Oh, 28. So here, I just also want to be clear. There's no losers. If you get one, that's it's all good. It's all good. No worries. No pressure. Um, but I'm going to play this. So much one. pressure. <laughs> a little, I have a lot of pressure. Yeah. If you want to beat, uh, actually, so Maggie's at the top of the chain here. Uh, if we want to go no host, we have Alice from the Force Toast podcast. She had 27. But you got to beat Dominic Pace, actor from The Mandalorian, who came in with 21 if you don't want the, the entry-level spot. The entry level Man. spot. Right. So you got to be 21 to beat Dominic Pace. And he's a pretty big dude. He's pretty intense. And you can tweet <laughs> at him now that you have the muscle on Twitter. You can say, hey, Dominic, I, I, I think I beat you on the Star Wars Friends game. <laughs> so, and he's, he's such a good dude. He's such a he's good awesome. dude. He's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So um, this is the music you're going to hear while you play the game. So it's a little, you know, Wrigley Field. It's a little, uh, a little hokey, but you know, it's a, it's a game show theme. So, he, are, do you understand the premise of a word association game? If I just say what that is, well, can you go ahead and explain sure. it just for the viewers out there? Why sure, not? Sure, sure. So <laughs> we, what we've done is we put together a list of Star Wars terms, persons, places, things, or other, and you say the first thing that comes to mind, and. Whatever it may be, it could be a word associated with that person, place, or thing, or alien, place, or thing. And mm. you just, as you go through, we'll just, all right, let's go. Next one. Now, if you don't know what the heck it is, you can just say pass. You can just say, oh, yeah. I've never heard of this obscure, weird thing from the EU, which, by the way, we don't put in there. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, so, um, do you get the premise? Everything good to go? Yep. All Let's right. So I don't have a TikTok account. If I did, I would turn this game into a TikTok. Um, <laughs> it would be my first one. Um, so 
All right, Kevin Cabral is about ready to play the Star Wars Friends Word Association game. When you hear the music, we begin in three, two, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Hello there. Princess Leia. I could have sworn I recognized your stench when I came on board. <laughs> Boba Fett. Put Captain Cello in the cargo hold. <laughs> X-Wings. Four, four guns. Four guns. Jabba the Hutt. Pizza the Hut. Oh man, just uh, pass, I guess. (laughs) Ahsoka Tano. Great character, blue lightsaber. Kylo Ren. You know, I can think what I want. (laughs) Finn. (laughs) Ray! (laughs) Lightsabers. (laughs) Dave Filoni. Ah, successor to George. Star Destroyers. Um, big, menacing, giant ion engines in the back. <laughs> Cara Way Dune. Too many Cara Dune. Um, okay, X-Rebel Shock Trooper. Nice. Disney Plus. I have it. Watch The Mandalorian on it. Uh, got lots of Star Wars content on there, yeah. <laughs> Carl Weathers. <laughs> Greek Carga. <laughs> C-3PO. Human Cyborg Relations. <laughs> Din Jaren. Real name for the Mando. Baby Yoda. Three hands. Well, not three hands. Three fingers. And Anakin. Four seal thingy. I hate sand. It's coarse, <laughs> rough, irritating, and it gets everywhere. Uh, well, listen. You. Uh, <laughs> I should have expect. I should have anticipated you were gonna go hard in the paint. Um, we. Uh, well, sir. Would you like to know your total that you got through in a I, minute and 20 seconds? I, I would love to know my total that I got through in a minute and 20 seconds. I, I, will, <laughs> I will tell you, it was incredibly entertaining. You came in with 19. So that's okay. By far Listen, one of the more entertaining ones, I think though. that you won. I think regardless, you Delilah's won. Was, Delilah Dawson's was pretty good, too. Yes. I'd say he gave her a run for he her money. He gave her a run. Yeah, this is, uh, Kevin, this is exactly what we hoped for. <laughs> There you put go. it that well, way. there you go. You, yeah, this was great. This was great. So you got through 19. Hey, it's okay. You're still going to be mentioned in all of our word association games as we go forward. And, uh, you you know, come back and join us. Let's play again. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Uh, Kevin, I want to, on behalf of all the Star Wars friends, because this we call our, our show the Star Wars Friends because we oh, are a community of positive, engaging Star Wars friends from around the world. Uh, obviously, your community is, is growing, and it is incredible incredibly vast it's growing quickly and that is to your you know that speaks to your talent your enthusiasm for star wars i I gotta say man it has been an absolute pleasure to have you on today's show i mean really you you get star wars on such a Mm -hmm. level that you know now people that that look you up on tiktok they may oh he just knows star wars stuff (laughs) no okay listen to this show no he really knows (laughs) star wars star wars Wars. (laughs) (laughs) so i I really hope that our listeners whether they're they you know they've never heard of you before and they're checking out the star wars friends or or some of your your fans and followers get to check out the podcast and and hear an in-depth interview i hope they get to see what we what we saw today which is that you are uh, a genuine fan and i would welcome you back on the show at any time i mean Mm -hmm. You are you're a blast, man. You are incredibly bright and uh, hilarious. By the way, you're Anakin. Okay, I'm gonna I'm Your gonna Anakin gush a little bit. Really I'm gush a little Let's bit. talk Anakin. Let's uh, <laughs> Anakin Skywalker is is probably my one of my favorite characters in Star Wars. I think that probably gets dogged way too way too much. Yeah. Doesn't he doesn't get the respect he deserves? You're Anakin, dude. 
it is not easy. It is not an easy voice to do. I don't care what anyone says. Hayden Christensen <laughs> has a very unique voice and delivery. Yes. Yeah. You have nailed it. So what is, <laughs> I, what is your favorite Anakin line to do? I mean, of course, I hate sand. I mean, that's I mean that's iconic because yeah. it just exemplifies the awkwardness of this character who doesn't really know who he is and he's trying to figure things out and he likes this girl, so he says, "I hate sand" in an attempt to woo her over. <laughs> right? Like, who and are you? But, and <laughs> it, it does works. work. It works. And I'm like, it gets everywhere. Really? These are your standards, Padme? I'm right over here, Natalie Portman. Please. <laughs> like, right. Oh, man, but I mean, so right. I I love that line, but. Um, it's it's great too. The the final dialogue between uh, Anakin and Obi Wan is great. You know. Yeah. I see through the lies of the Jedi. You turned <laughs> her against me. <laughs> you have done that yourself. Oh, <laughs> like, so good. I mean, yeah, no. I, I mean, it's funny too because I I actually haven't seen anyone else do a Hayden Christensen. I know no. there's some people no. out here there probably can. But I haven't seen people do a Hayden. I've seen people do a Matt Lanter. Yes, um, yes. He did, he's a fantastic rendition of Anakin as well. Props to him. But yes. um, you know, yeah, no, Hayden Christensen. I don't think he gets enough love. I think he did he a great job. He deserves it, it, all the love. You know, definitely. Yeah, and, and you capture. So Hayden's delivery has a little bit of a breath, like a breathiness to it. Yeah. And yeah. and you have yes. nailed that. You have nailed that. I, mm. That was probably in that bathroom video, the one that I was like, okay, this is next level, dude. Like this, like <laughs> this is. Crack me up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's it's so good. So Justin, Maggie, do you have a favorite impression that Kevin does? Was there one that caught your eye? Uh, from from any of the videos that were out there, I think it was the Anakin one. Yeah, I mean, yeah, just I because it was Hayden. I I am on TikTok and I really like impression videos, so I get a lot of um, Star Wars impression videos. And I like stopped when I came across yours, and I was like, he actually did Hayden Christensen. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just rare to hear. It is and, rare, and you do it so well. And that's yeah. like I had an opportunity to meet him at Celebration and get oh, an autograph, nice. and and it was so cool. And I, like he's very nice. He's very soft spoken, and but. Yeah. You could hear it in his voice. And I was just like, man, I was like, this dude sounds just like him. I was like, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. It, Great. You're, you have a video that you, uh, I think you posted it yesterday. It was the dialogue between Obi and Anakin. Oh and they were talking about running over younglings. So, <laughs> like, dude, I'm not kidding. I was cracking up. I was, and yep. then, of course, you hit us with the Yoda reveal at the end. Um, your creativity, man. I, I'm so, I'm looking forward to see what you come yes. up with. Seriously. Um, Yes. Because this is just genuinely good fun Star Wars. This is what yeah, we need yeah. more Kevin Cabral in the Star Wars community. I appreciate this is that. this is yeah. really no, it's cool. so funny. The story behind that video, I was running errands with my mom. Actually, the microphone I'm using now is not mine. It's my friend Mike's. Shout out to my friend. Thanks, Mike. Mike. Love you, bud. Yep. Um, but this is his blue yeti, and I I said, Mike, I'm gonna be on a podcast and I need a <laughs> microphone that's better than this $35 thing I got four years ago. And he's like, Don't worry, bud, I gotcha. You can take mine. I hardly know how to use it. And I'm like, I'm gonna teach you after this thing because it actually sounds really nice. Yeah. And yeah. you know, so yeah. and and I went to pick it up from his house, went to Best Buy to buy the cable. Turns out I already had the cable, so now I gotta go nice. return that. Yeah, yeah. But then my mom was like, okay, quick detour. And I was like, mom, really? Like, come on. I wanna get home. I wanna try, <laughs> yeah, play with yeah, the mic yeah. and see what's going on. And she's like, just, it's one stop to Marshalls. I'm like, fine, fine. <laughs> so there I am sitting in the car. 
And I'm like, I have nothing to do. Time to make a TikTok. Oh, you know, yeah. like, so I oh, sit yeah. there and I'm like, okay, I'm in a car. How do I do the car? Okay. Anakin. Okay. Logically, the joke to make is younglings. Okay. So what are we going to do? Okay. He's driving. <laughs> best star pilot in the, you know, he's best star pilot in the galaxy, but he's a crap driver. So, you know, anyway, he can't make the right move and Obi-Wan gets mad. And then turns out it's not actually Anakin's fault. It's, I, it yeah. all just kind of happened. You know, yeah. I, there was no planning. And, you know, I'm trying to plan out my videos a little bit more now as I recognize that sure, people are going sure. to be a bit more scrutinizing now that I have a following and I accept that and I, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, I welcome criticism. Um, that's another thing that I think I'm fortunate enough to have been in plenty of situations in my life, like leadership roles, where I know that criticism is a good thing. Um, and it's, you know, even if it's coming from someone who uses harsh words, because behind all that, there is a lot of truth. And a lot of things you can take in and make, you know, like in this, uh, for for example, like my performance is better, right? Mm. So, you know, when people sat there and, and the video that went super viral, and they were like, hey, you're, you know, your Obi-Wan wasn't that good. I was like, yeah, you're right. I filmed this at 3 a.m. and <laughs> definitely not my best Obi-Wan. This was like my fifth take of the video. And who knows why I put out that version. The point yeah. is, it's out there. Yeah. And so I said, you know what? Let's give it another go. Let's keep doing Obi-Wan. Yeah. Let's make it better, right? It's like you can't let that stuff get you down. Um, yeah. You got to take criticism as it's presented to you and say, like, here's what this person didn't like. Let's figure out how to make it better because, you know, I care about the craft. And it's like, I, you know, there, there will never be a point when someone doesn't comment on a video and say, well, this wasn't the best. You know, right. you shouldn't do this voice anymore. But, you know, I want to get to a point where people are like, hey, good job. Great. That's great. I'm going to go move on with my life now. Bye bye. You know, like, <laughs> you, don't, you don't think twice about it because it's yeah. like I have hopefully put in enough time and effort to make it believable. Um, mm -hmm. And I think, uh, you know, that's something that every actor should strive to do. But yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, good I'll tell you, you what, we, we do scripted things here all the time, but some of our better episodes are what we call shoot from the hip episodes where we just wing it and do yeah. whatever we want to do. So keep those coming, too. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, seriously. And I turn your Ben Solo script into like a radio play. Yes. Seriously, yeah. it would be freaking awesome. I would love to help produce it. For real. Yeah, totally. Seriously. And now you That'd have our contact info. So if yeah, you would want to produce it, I'm sure right. that our, our other host, Kyle, who's not with us today, would also be willing to help you out on that journey. Um, Seriously, I mean, I'm... 100% yeah. down. Yeah. And fun. it's, you know, we're huge fans. Maggie writes fan fiction. Uh, I, I definitely read uh, occasionally some fan fiction that catches my eye. I, I've pitched things to Lucasfilm and, you know, oh, I just, I really love the creativity in the Star Wars community. So if you are serious about it, you know where to hit us up. We're friends now. Yeah. So absolutely, uh, that would be interesting. That's a really good suggestion. So, Kevin, hang out with us for just a few more minutes because we are going to blow this thing and go home. You're all clear. I got a really good feeling about this. I hope that everybody listening to today's episode had as much fun as we did. Speaking with yes. voice actor Kevin Cabral, you brought it today. You brought it, it today, did. man. You are <laughs> incredible. And I can't wait to till we can connect again. Uh, obviously, Absolutely. now we are we are Star Wars friends. That's what this whole show is about. And mm -hmm. I really look forward to following your journey. You know, as you grow into whatever it is that you grow into, you have a lot of options, and that's good for you, man. Good for you. 
So I want you to share once again, where can people find your videos? Where can people find you on social media? So people can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And my handle is funklord underscore vader. You check me out. I do impressions. I do skits. I do comedy every now and then. So I hope you enjoy it. Safe space for everybody. Love it. Love it. Funk Lord Vader. I do. Yes. That's so good. (laughs) (laughs) So fantastic. I I really, seriously, sincerely, sincerely enjoyed having you on. And uh, hey, we were your first Star Wars podcast. So first podcast ever. Little little Ewoks dancing in the background. So, you know, this is this is fun. (laughs) Yeah, we all get to celebrate. So if uh, if you are new to the Star Wars Friends podcast, you can connect with us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook at SW Friends Show. You can email the show, show at StarWarsFriends.com. Let us know what your favorite Kevin Cabral impression is. And uh, you know, we would love we would actually love to see what your impressions are as well. I mean, I'm always yeah. fascinated by oh, that. Yeah. You don't want to hear my Bane impression. You definitely don't want to hear my Yoda impression. I mean, maybe you can catch me at the right time. Uh, <laughs> we'll see. But uh, if you would like, you can also connect with us personally. You can hit me up at no one is Chris on Twitter. Where can they find you? Oh, this is Justin. You can find me on Twitter at I am the Bendu. And this is Maggie, and you can find me on Twitter at Maggie of the Town. Awesome. So this has been a treat. I hope that everyone has a safe, wonderful 4th of July weekend. I cannot wait till we meet again, Kevin, and I cannot wait to see what you cook up next. So uh, thank thank you. you. Thank you. We're going to end this. As always, may the Force be with you. Always. Always. See ya. Hey friends, don't forget to subscribe to the Star Wars Friends podcast and leave an awesome review on whichever podcast app you're listening on. Catch up on past episodes, fun interviews, and more at StarWarsFriends.com. Connect with the Star Wars Friends on social media at SW Friends Show on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Email the show at show at StarWarsFriends.com. Thanks for listening, and as always, may the Force be with you.